0: It doesn't matter if you love him or capital H.I.M.
1: Just put your paws it because you were born this way, baby. You are listening to Twin Cities Pride Amplified on AM 950, the Progressive Voice of Minnesota. I'm your host, Andy Otto, and Executive Director of Twin Cities Pride. I want to welcome you to our show. Our goal is always to keep you in the know by hitting important topics, upcoming events, and let you know how you can get involved. But of course, we cannot get started without saying good afternoon to my lovely co-host and assistant in like everything, Rena Heisel. <laughs> good afternoon.
2: Good afternoon, Andy. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, I know you are super excited about the program this week, and so am I. We are so happy because we are being joined by the amazing Hannah Edwards. Hannah is the Executive Director of Transforming Families Minnesota, which is an organization here that is doing a ton of very, very important work. Um, and we are just happy Hannah's here because she's a lovely person to talk to.
1: I know, and it's a good thing that this show is only an hour because I'm pretty sure we could talk to Hannah for, like, (laughs) hours and hours on it. Yes. (laughs) So thanks for joining us, Hannah. Yeah, I'm so
0: excited to be here.
1: We're super, super, super happy you're here. You do some pretty important work, and so we need to talk about
0: it. I mean, we try.
1: You do a great job. (laughs) Yes, you do. You do a great job. You do a a great job. job. So, um... Before we dive deep into kind of how you got into this role, do you want to talk a little bit about Transforming Families and what you all do?
0: Sure. So Transforming Families has been around um, for just over 12 years, um, and we're just a peer-led support group for trans and non-binary youth. And their caregivers and parents. And so we hold monthly meetings. Um, we started with just one meeting in Minneapolis. And now we've grown and expanded. Um, and we have four meetings across the metro. So we have a Minneapolis, a St. Paul, um, an Egan meeting, because that's where all the cool people live. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Mata meeting. And then we also have one online. And so what we do is kind of this um, peer-led support, right? And so... It's parent to parent or caregiver to caregiver. Um, And so we meet and the parents have a meeting where they can get advice and support, um, find resources from other people who are on that same journey of supporting their gender expansive child. Um, And then while we're meeting, there's two youth meetings that happen. Um, And so... We have a teens and tweens meeting, um, which we kind of hold that space only for trans and non-binary or questioning youth. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's led by trans and non-binary adults um, so that they get that peer-to-peer support, but then also have a trusted adult who they can ask questions of that has that same lived experience as our children, Mm -hmm. um, just because they're things that as parents – who are cis that we haven't experienced. And then while that's all happening, we have a littles group and that's kind of open to everybody um, because we don't want you to miss a meeting where you need support um, Mm -hmm. just because you don't have childcare. And so that's open to siblings or friends or trans kids. um, And that's run um, kind of both with parent volunteers um, or also sometimes trans and non-binary people, depending on the location. Um, So it's pretty amazing. It's kind of like an all inclusive family yeah.
1: style thing. <laughs> and, and if I remember correctly, you guys are like, you kind of need to expand. We do.
0: We really have been in the last few years, we've kind of seen this juxtaposition of things happening where parents really are starting to know better. Um, mm-hmm. They know that the science says, here's how you have a happy, healthy kid. You support them. You follow their lead. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and support their gender journey. And so while that is happening, we also see these increasing bills and legislation and laser focus on trans youth and their transition and families who support their, tr- their child's transition. And so I don't have to tell you about why yeah. we became a trans refuge state, but we're seeing right. this influx of people while we were already starting to see a rise in need. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, our my pie in the sky dream is to expand all across Minnesota um, and then just see from there. I
1: yeah. mean, my goal is for you to expand across the U.S. because, right. Right. I mean, we are not the only state that is dealing with this. Or exactly. Has this. And so, you know, that – it needs to expand. It's right. it's so needed at this point, okay. and like you said, especially with all the bills coming against trans youth and their caregivers and all that fun stuff. And we'll talk um, a little bit about Mintern, which yeah. was your idea to start with, and what I mean. We've talked about it a little bit on the mm-hmm. show before, but um, you know what that support looks like, and what it looks like for these kids as they battle through school, they battle mm-hmm. through all these laws, they battle with eyes on them and it was already a big thing for youth prior to this with social media and the bullying and all that stuff and now we've got not mm, only peers favors. and I mean it's it's ridiculous right. at when, this
2: point. and that's one thing we had talked about on uh, just a, a recent prior episode is education and getting the word out there and that's one of the purposes of this program is to get the word out there and educate everybody who's listening, members of the community, allies alike, everybody and so um Just to start, like, complete baseline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You are welcoming, you had mentioned, to families with gender-expansive children. Could you explain that terminology to anybody listening?
0: Yeah. Well, so I'm going to give, like, a little one-on-one here, right? I know we all know the terms, but especially for um, allies, it's important to know that there are these terms, um, cisgender, transgender, and non-binary, right? And so you might hear me say trans and non-binary youth. Um, And you might hear me say cisgender parents or caregivers. And so when you're cisgender, it means that that sex that you are assigned at birth, we all have one, right, Mm -hmm. Um, matches your gender identity, which, you know, is who you know yourself to be as a man, a woman, maybe a mix of both or something completely outside of that binary that we know. Um, So a cisgender person, that would be me. When I was born, I was assigned female at birth. And I still know myself to be the female that I am, mm-hmm. right? Um, and my daughter Hildy knows that I do this, right? Um, but Hildy, when she was born, was a male at birth. Um, but you all know her, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as she could talk, um, we knew her to be the girl that she was saying she was, right, through and through. And so she is a transgender girl, right? Her sex assigned at birth does not match her gender identity or who she knows herself to be. Um, And a non-binary person might be what you think of as uh, maybe a mix of both or somewhere in the middle Mm -hmm. or something that's like falling completely out of those gender categories that we know to be true Mm -hmm. um, for cisgender people. And so um, really we want to welcome parents – Um, at any stage of the journey, right? And so sometimes um, you have kids who are questioning their gender and thinking about things, um, and those parents find us, and they join and they get that support that they need. And I think it's really important for people to know that social transition is really all that happens for the longest period of time with yep. youth and parents need support around that stage of the journey as well as approaching other decisions as their children get older.
1: Yeah, for sure. And you know, I want to shout out to Hilde because Hilde has been a face for a lot. And I think that it's important to recognize her that sometimes she puts her own comfort to the side to help other kids And even other adults understand, and that is a tough thing for a kid to do. And, you know, she, I've watched her over the past few years, just really, and it blows my mind at how kind and generous and, and just her mission to make it safe for these kids. And one, that's a testament to you and Dave for your Upbringing of her and her mission, but just shout out to Hildy because she truly. Um, I hope my kids are like her, where they, you know, they stand up and they know what's right and they know, you know, how to accept everybody for who they are. and And Hildy is a just a shining light sometimes in the dark. And so props to her for Mm -hmm. that because not everybody can do that. And so Hilde, I know you will listen to this. I know you'll listen to this podcast. I am so incredibly proud of you. And please know that the rest of the community is so incredibly proud of you for what you do. And to you and Dave, thank you because it's not always easy, right?
0: It's not always easy. That's true. And I appreciate Um, you centering Hilde in that way because she is amazing Mm -hmm. and she's wonderful but she's also 13, right? Right. And so I think sometimes people truly forget that that this is a um, Mm 13-year-old who has friends all across the nation um, and that's why she does that work. She centers her friends and herself Mm -hmm. um, and it's just like you said in the last few years that we've sort of let her tell her story and it really fills her cup and so as parents, as long as that continues being true Mm-hmm. We'll continue supporting her telling her story.
1: Right, right. So it, now that we've you know gotten into that deep, we we've got to take a <laughs> quick break, but we're going to come back and talk more about the work that Transforming Families is done or is doing. Uh, so stay tuned because we're going to continue the conversation with Hannah and hear more about the work um, and the personal reasons you kind of got involved. You're listening to Twin Cities Pride Amplified on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Oh, And I spent so
0: many nights thinking how you did me wrong. And I grew strong. And I learned how to get along. And so you're back. Welcome back, everyone.
2: You are listening to Twin Cities Pride Amplified on AM 950. I'm your co host, Rena Heisel. As always, I am here with Andy Otto, Executive Director of Twin Cities Pride. And we are so fortunate today, we are joined by Hannah Edwards, who is the Executive Director of Transforming Families.
1: So Hannah, you were, you were talking earlier a little bit about the mission of transforming families, um, and just the center around youth and a welcoming, safe environment, which safe is a big, a big thing right now. I mean, when we talk anything about youth, it's all about the safety of them and their families, but I want to take a tiny step back and talk about you and how you got involved in transforming families. Because you despite what people think, you are not the
0: I am founder not of Transforming all. Families. Nope, not even a little bit. So
1: <laughs> yes. So kudos, you know, to the person who started it. But how yeah. did you how did you get there?
0: Well so I do want to give props to some of the OGs. I call them the OG tff members. Um they started meeting because they're Kids were attending a support group. Um, I want to say it was at the Bridge for Youth um, and they were going to get coffee. And then they're like, let's – we have so many questions for each other that only another parent who is supporting a trans or non-binary student – student. I was a teacher for 13 years. Child um, can answer. Only only a parent of a trans or non-binary child can understand what this means, this experience, right? And so I found Transforming Families by doing a Google search um, when I had a kid who I was starting to notice was really um, questioning things and really um, presenting differently with her gender at that point. And so Hilde was um, about four and a half um, when we started attending Transforming Families meetings. Um, right before she started kindergarten, I always like to say I went on my thirtieth birthday to my first transforming family meeting. I know, isn't that like the best way to spend your thirtieth birthday? All the cool kids do it. Um, but immediately when I when we went, Dave and I, we went for the first time without Hildy because we just didn't know. Um, you can't you can't overstate the importance of finding people that when you tell your story that you have questions about having people like nod their head and go, yeah, Mm -hmm. my kid too. Or, oh, my kid experienced something similar. Um, Because there's a lot of overlap in stories with Mm -hmm. trans kids and how they start um, questioning and presenting, right, this gender journey. And so after that, we attended meetings pretty regularly. At that point, there was only one in Minneapolis. And I think at that point too, I could name every other family that was involved because we were a small enough little Mm -hmm. group. um, And we've just – blossomed and grown. I didn't know at that point how important transforming families would be to our family um, because we went through major turmoil at Hilde's school. um, And it started pretty quickly in October, um, her kindergarten year. Wow. I won't launch into that whole story because that would be a whole other podcast for like 10 hours. I will say you can read multiple articles and on uh, gender justice. They have on their website, um, the probable cause finding from our family. Um, and our and our mediation and all of the settlement that happened um, against her kindergarten and school, mm-hmm. and so um, just having transforming families there for us when we were going through that really hard time of not only is our kid needing to socially transition, but we've got all of this outside stuff from school. Mm-hmm. Um, We wanted to be the people to pay it forward. And so both my husband, Dave, and I have held different positions within leadership. Um, And, you know, just in the last year and a half, I've moved into this director role. First, I was at interim. And then I realized that I was really passionate and had all these big dreams for us. Um, And, you know, now um, I've got it in my paid job to be doing the executive director position. And we're writing grants and we're hoping to grow and expand because I know personally how important it is to have transforming families as a support. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't want any other family, caregiver, parents to go through that journey alone, right? You need your people when that kind of thing happens.
1: You do. No matter what age you are, you need your peers. Yeah. Like you need that group, whether you're a kid, you're an adult, you're a transitioning adult. you. Mm -hmm got to have your support. peers. I mean, one of the first questions I was asked when I started to medically transition was, do you have a support group? Do you have people around you that are going to support you no matter what and understand and are there? And that's not any different for mm-hmm. a parent or a caregiver. Exactly. It's not any different from a four-year-old and yeah. a kindergartner. Um, it's not any different from a teenager, like those y- it's need so important right. when Family. I think
0: what's really unique about transforming families is the parents have a separate meeting, yeah, and they can ask questions of other parents so that they're not constantly relying on their child to educate them or they're mm-hmm. not saying something hurtful to their child. They can say it to us, and I'll say, mm, okay, you I know you have that question, but here's why. You don't want to ask it to your kid. Or here's yeah. here's what our experience has been. And that's just so incredibly helpful. And then our youth can do that with each other, right? right. Um, oh, I'm feeling really dysphoric lately. What are some things that you do that help? Well, I could give ideas that I've Googled, but to have that person that is your friend that you can ask in a safe way with another adult present
1: right. who also
0: shares that same experience. I don't know. It's just, it's magical.
1: It is. So can you um, talk to me a little bit about So we all know that there are parents out there that probably aren't super keen on their child and their gender exploration. Um, What does that look like for a parent? Because I want to encourage them. And I, I know because I know you and I know the program. But what does that look like for somebody who's just maybe not sure that this is their their thing like they don't know how to handle it Well,
0: so we get to be fair i think people think of transforming families as this space where a parent who's ready to support and be a mama bear or like a dad who's just going to show up and fight for their kid though they think that that's the only people that show up and that's not true we get people all the time um who fit that category that you were just describing maybe their kiddo found out about transforming families at Outfront's Youth Summit and brought home one of our little flyers and says, please, can we go? And they drag the parent or we get the parent who's maybe therapist recommended us, right? Um, Who aren't sure about supporting. And I think those are my favorite parents to reach. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think what really helps them is they see our happy, thriving kids Mm -hmm. and they go, oh, I want that for my kid. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they start seeing when they can bring their kids with their kid finding other peers. And then something that I think is incredibly important is our trans adults that are part of our group. Um, Because I think a lot of times there's this scary narrative that your life is going to be horrible um, and you're going to face all these challenges if you're trans. And while that's, you know, there are going to be different challenges that you face, certainly, I don't have to tell you, but there are so many thriving, happy, amazing adults. And so for those parents to come and see these caring trans adults, sometimes it's the first trans person that they know. Right. Mm-hmm. And so seeing that path, that healthy path for their children is also, I think what kind of sh- shifts their mindset mm-hmm. um, and just being able to to other parents who've experienced it and then get that wisdom from those parents of like, you're okay. Your kid's okay. This is another way of being normal. We can slowly start to bring them along. Um, One of my favorite stories is we had a parent who was really not wanting to be a part of anything and was really skeptical for many meetings. And he actually walked with his kid in the parade at Pride last year. And those kinds of stories really make my heart happy and really Mm -hmm. solidify why we do the work that we do.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's just... When I took this position, that was one of the conversations that I, I had to have because I could take this position in two different ways. I could take this position and not out myself as a trans man, or I could take this position and out myself as a trans man, knowing the backlash that I would get. And it was a no brainer to us because if I can have one kid look at me and say, there's a trans person in... In a leadership position, and they live a normal life. They've got you know a house. They've got kids. They've got dogs. They whatever that looks like. Then, I made an impact that I needed to make.
0: I mean, honestly, Andy, it's radical. It's like radical, and it's changing the world just by you existing and being in the role that you're in. It's amazing.
1: And see, that blows my mind. Like I, yeah, (laughs) it blows my mind. Okay, so I got to talk about something because I think that people. Don't really understand, and I know it's a heavy topic, but yeah. one in four. Yeah, one in four.
0: Yeah, it's huge. I mean, and some parents—that's why they come
1: mm-hmm. because
0: they know that that st- statistic about um, you know suicidal ideation and attempts, and yep. they don't know what to do, but they know that they don't want that child to be their child to be that one in four.
1: Yeah. So most people don't know this, and actually, I probably think that you two don't know this. I was one in four. I and didn't know that. I should not be here today.
0: Well, I'm so glad and, you are. <laughs> well, thank you.
1: <laughs> I, I am too, well, for many but, reasons. But but I was one in four because you don't think that you can do these things, and so if there's any adult listening, mm-hmm. there's any child listening, there's any ally listening, I promise you that it will make a difference in what is to come out of their life. I mean, I. I should not be here. And I know that. And I know that every single day that I shouldn't be here. But, you know, fortunately, that situation turned differently. And, and there were other plans for me. Maybe this was it. I don't know. But...
2: What, uh, if I might ask, yeah, what What was your turning point? What What made the difference for you?
1: It just didn't work.
2: So, it honestly, it wasn't it a turning point. It wasn't it a turning
1: point. It just didn't work. And... um and and I say that because you know, people sometimes look at me and and I've been successful through my life. I've had some ups and downs and things like that. But um, one, it always gets better. It does get better., um, and two, there is support, like transforming families. Mm-hmm. Their support in things. Um, I just met a woman the other day, a trans woman, who said the same thing to me, and I'm like, "We've we've got to stop this." Yeah. And if you know those that are listening out there think that this isn't a thing, it's a thing. Yeah, it's oh, a it thing. Definitely and it's, is. That that statistic is just what's reported. <laughs> Let's right. be real, exactly. right? Exactly. That statistic is just what is out there, and so um, I think that's why it was so important for me. To have you on, one to show the world what you're doing and what just just that help, that peer to peer help and that How setting it makes a and that's huge space.
0: difference. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think there's a Trevor Project has some like really great statistics mm-hmm. around all of this and also a really great um, crisis line if you need help and you want to talk to someone who understands being trans or non binary. Um, Trevor Project is a great one to check out for that as well. But also some other statistics that I think give me hope with that one in four is that when you have a trans youth who's supported across all aspects of their life, um, that switches, right? And what we find statistically is that they're no more likely than their cisgender peers the more supports they have. So that's school, work, home, faith circles. And so for me, that is my why. That is my why, not just for Hildy, because obviously she's my child, but for every amazing trans youth out there, because being trans is awesome and beautiful and a normal, healthy part of life, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be stopping you from becoming the amazing person that you are. I mean, mm-hmm. we've got you, director of Twin Cities Pride. We've got Cat Rowan. Um mm-hmm. Director of Outfront. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Lee Finke, and right. you know, all of these great Andrea trans and Jenkins. Andrea Jenkins. I love yep. Andrea. Rox Anderson. Like yep. all of these amazing people who are contributing to our world here in the Twin Cities. Um, and they were youth at one point in time. And I'm yep. so thankful that you all are here so that my daughter can see authentic ways of living, mm-hmm. right? And to have. To just know in her heart that, yeah, someday I'm going to be a trans adult too. Because I think that's a huge shift as well um, that helps that mental health outcome. Not just family and school and whatever, Mm -hmm. but seeing people having a family and dogs Mm -hmm. and doing things that are successful and and contributing to society in such a meaningful way.
1: Yeah. You know, and I just – so coming with that. Um, and all the legislations and this one in four, and all these bills aimed towards trans youth. You thought about Minturn, which was not Minturn. It was the, it was the um, I don't know, well, Trans Refuge Coalition, coalition whatever it yeah. was called. Where did that come from?
0: Well, so really, you know, when the legislative season hit last year. Um, we'd seen this steady increase for two years. Last year was the third year. This is the fourth year where we're record number of bills already being introduced and it's February, right? Um, I think we knew that it was going to be worse than before. (laughs) We didn't know quite how much worse. Um, And so we started seeing these really panicked emails from families in the Dakotas and Iowa and Illinois and Florida. And I could name all the states, but I'm not going to, um, you know, If I if I move to Minnesota, is my kid going to be safe? Mm-hmm. Um, if I move to Minnesota, will their gender-affirming care be guaranteed? And it just got so overwhelming. And I also work for Outfront as their training manager. So it's like 50-50. And so I was hearing from my Outfront coworkers that their inboxes were full. Um, Kelsey is one of my best friends. Shout out to Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey and I were talking about how Twin Cities pride. And Andy, you were already yep. seeing emails. And so I thought to myself – why are we doing this in silos? We're all doing great work. But if we at least come together and share the work that we're doing so we're not duplicating and then trying to create that central resource um, so that if people fill out that form, that job form that you have, shout out if you're new to Minnesota, please fill out the form. You can get directed to the resources that you need. So okay. if you're a parent with trans kids, you get directed to transforming families. Um, if someone from transforming families says, hey, I'm new. I need. Clothes for my kid. I say, hey, Twin Cities Pride, gender affirming wardrobe. Or, um, you know, if somehow we hear of an adult coming, I might say, oh, yeah, um, out front in Twin Cities Pride is who I would suggest reaching out to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that we're just having a connected resource instead of existing in our own little worlds where we're just maybe duplicating some of the work we're hoping to not.
1: It's been a really cool experience to watch all these orgs. And I don't know if it's ever pa- happened in the past, but all these orgs coming together and just the power that is in that room and the determination in that room. We were just over at Cutie Castle to to all come together. And it, it's incredible to watch. And there is not a single person in that room that isn't determined to change the world. It's and true. Protect every ounce of person. No matter who you are that comes into this state, like we are determined. We
0: are determined. It's true. It's going to happen. I think people think, you know, trans refuge passed and now we're done. (laughs) And it's like, no, that was just the very tip of the iceberg. And now there's all this work to do. But we do have the best, the very best people
2: So I think that uh, is one of those things they call an unfunded mandate. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Where they pass the legislation, which is fantastic and wonderful, but they just didn't allocate any dollars towards it. Right. We're hoping that can change. Yes. And a good time to maybe mention to our listeners, too, you know, we have Twin Cities Pride. We have Transforming Families. These are nonprofit organizations. And um, community building, obviously, is a huge factor in saving lives, keeping kids happy, keeping adults happy. I mean, the conversations that can be had by getting involved in these communities. So I would mention, if you feel like donating your time or Mm -hmm. making a monetary donation, please feel free to stop by either of the websites. And if it's easier for you to just remember TwinCitiesPride.org, you can click our Donate button and you can make a note that says for Transforming Families and we'll make sure the funds get over to Transforming Families. Absolutely. So just a quick plug that there are ways you can support these organizations because they are doing incredible work that is literally saving lives.
1: And I think it's important to note at this point that with those donations, you – I mean you do this full time. I mean you do, you do this full time. Let's be real. But sometimes <laughs> that full time means midnight. Yeah, yep. After I other mean, things. After other things. On the
0: weekends. <laughs>
1: right. And so, you know, it's important to understand that these programs can't continue to grow without the support of our listeners, our allies. Mm, absolutely. Our, you know, our, our community. Like, we can't continue to do this and support these folks without that stuff happening. It's I mean, absolutely we just, true. We just can't.
0: We can't function without our people who support us. and and. Right frankly and who donate right
1: so yeah we um so i'm gonna let you in on a a little secret
0: Ooh, secret it's a secret it's a secret
1: (laughs) that's getting um announced so madonna is coming to town on february 13th and madonna is um the the charity that she has picked is rainbow wardrobe (gasps) and so she is putting a call out to all of her concert attendees to bring items for Rainbow Wardrobe and make financial donations so that we can continue the work in gender-affirming care. And um, that, I mean, to have someone like her recognize the work that we're doing here in Minnesota. That's
0: amazing. That's so cool.
1: When they called me, I was like, what? What? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? What? You want to do what? And so, yeah. And so you realize that it's it's bigger than mm-hmm. us. It's bigger than all of that. And and people are starting to notice the work that we do here, which mm-hmm. feels pretty I gushed. I think part down. of it
2: is we have this dynamic um, crew coming in. We've got Andy coming in at TC Pride. We've got Hannah coming in at Transforming Families. You already mentioned Kat. You have all these people. And you look at the difference it's making as in Rainbow Wardrobe is such a good illustration of this. It was supposed to be... A part of the festival, <laughs> it was going to be this little area where we. It started off. I think we even used clothing swap, like just we did. Cute little, we did, it was did just use drop off an swap. item, take an item. Well, I did. We go through eighty binders at the festival. It was something like. I mean, yeah, we're, that's yeah. all I had
1: bought. was I mean, eighty, and thought, well, gosh, this will last us a year. Yeah, and it now, us two it has
2: need is so high. grown into, and this was originally just. Twin Cities, Minnesota area regional community. This was before minturn This is before, yeah. you know, like, mm-hmm. and now we have people coming to the wardrobe or the wardrobe almost every day. Yeah, yeah. we have um, donations coming in, just coming in constantly. Shout out to Maddie, yeah. our yeah. Maddie <laughs> wardrobe coordinator. Um,
0: 23
1: people this weekend. Wow. I was going to ask because I knew you had an open house. 23 people. I mean,
0: that's the kind of thing that I think we're so lucky here in the Twin Cities and in Minnesota to have such a rich depth of resources, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so that at Transforming Families, I can say, here are the connections that you need Mm -hmm. um, for anything, right? Like any step along the way, we can connect you with those
1: resources. Um, So how do they find you? How do they find transforming families?
0: We were just talking about this um, um, yesterday, actually. There's a U of M research project that's happening that we were participating in. Um, Really, the parents are having to find us right now. And that could be by Googling. I think Mm -hmm. if you type in trans youth Minnesota, we're the first thing that pops up. Um, But then also word of mouth, parent to parent. Um, And then actually a huge one is our gender clinics and our gender-affirming care providers. And that could be, you know, the gender clinics, but it could also be the therapists who are providing that piece of gender-affirming care. We're often a piece of recommendation um, that, you know, Dr. Getford or Dr. Meyerhofer might give out um, readily. Like, hey, you have a trans kid or a questioning kid or a non-binary kid. This group can really help. Find the resources and support that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, we also just had our first, like, who we are video made, and it's really beautiful. So, if you want to go check it out, it's really well done. Um, Mark Daly helped us make it, and it's just, it tells our story. You get to see Day of the Transgender Child and all of our happy kids just like celebrating and being their healthy, authentic selves. So, I'm hoping that some people are seeing our video as well.
1: We'll make sure we share that out. Also, they can find you at Pride.
0: Oh, always at Pride. Hello.
1: So if you have questions, Mm -hmm. you're always at that booth. I mean, and that's my favorite.
0: I'm true. (laughs) We're we're pretty constantly. It's me most of the weekend, and then all of our amazing parent volunteers who help us, and our uh, trans facilitators. But um, I think that's my favorite point. Is at Pride, sometimes people won't know us, and they'll come walking by, and they'll say, "Well, what does this do? What is transforming families?" Mm -hmm. And then we have that conversation, and they come to a meeting in July or August, and it's like
1: it's amazing. It's amazing. so great. So they, you will be located in the youth area in the center of the park. Um, if you want to go ask some questions, you're not 100% sure, you want to just feel it out, that's a great place to do it because you, they get to interact with you. Yeah. Um, not to mention if their kids come with. They can go hang out in the back, which we've made an expanded youth area this year. Mm -hmm. Well, we're kind
0: of like a pride family because Dave will be there the whole time because he's just a one-man show. And then I'll be at TFF. And so our kids just by default are there the entire weekend (laughs) hanging out. So if you want to hang out with some cool kids, mine will be there. Yes.
1: Your kids are pretty cool. I mean, I think so. I mean, (laughs) Hildy and Dahlia are are pretty Pretty spectacular. Right. I know my kids love them. So. Right. It's so
0: cute when they all hang out. I know,
1: isn't it? Like it's just it's such a it's such a fun
0: thing. It's like a big family. It is.
1: <laughs> um so with that, because this show runs out of time so incredibly fast. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) We're going to take another break, but when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about Hannah, or with Hannah, uh, the Executive Director of Transforming Families. You're listening to Twin Cities Pride Amplified on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. You are somebody that I don't know, but you're taking shots at me like it's
0: Patron and I'm just like, damn. damn, damn." It's 7...
2: We are back, and you're listening to Twin Cities Pride Amplified on AM 950. I'm your co host, Rena Heisel, along with Andy Otto, Executive Director of Twin Cities Pride. We've been chatting with Hannah Edwards, Executive Director of Transforming Families, about all the incredible work that they are doing and how they are growing over there and all the wonderful things that they're up to. We talked a little bit about how Transforming Families was going to be at Twin Cities Pride Festival. We thought maybe we should mention another couple places where people can connect with with you in person. Uh, Namely, I think we should mention our family fun day, Twin Cities Pride Family Fun Day in June.
1: June 23rd. June 23rd. Coma Park East Pavilion.
2: Yes, which is a wonderful place (laughs) to bring kids. There's so many activities, fun things for kids to do. Um, It's not the commitment of
0: attending a Twin Cities Pride Festival. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. It's like a more organic, natural connection. Right. Yeah. And so yes. families can show up um, and be in community and their kids can play and it's a safe place to hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'll be there with my family. And so look for me in my purple shirt. And if you want to know more about transforming families, it's an easy way to just have a conversation um, in a less busy space.
1: Yes. And you get free food.
0: And right. Lots Cookout.
1: of Crafts and arts for the kids to do and play and parents can just kinda chill. It's nothing better than throwing a blanket out on the grass. Right. And and
0: just watching your kids run around and run around, wear
1: them out. My kids come, Rena's kids come. Everybody's kids come. It's so fun.
0: It's a really fun day. A very relaxed fun day.
1: And then you talked a little bit about Day of the Trans Child.
0: Yeah. Well so we started throwing this picnic for our families. Um, seven years ago, and it's kind of grown each year since then. And um, really, when you think about trans days, there's Trans Day of Visibility and there's Transgender Day of Remembrance. And we were like, well, we want a day just to celebrate and to uplift our children and just to show them how amazing and powerful we think they are. And so that's why we named it Day of the Transgender Child. Um, you know, we worked really hard to get it recognized by, at that point in time, Governor Dayton. Um, so we got like an order, like today is the day of the transgender child. Um, and so that'll happen on September 21st this year. And what's great about that is there is a resource fair and we have activities going on. Um, but really we just center the joy in everything we do at that event. Um, so we've got big plans. So watch ours if you follow Transforming Families, Facebook and Instagram, um, you'll see us posting about that as it gets closer, um, and it's a great day to come out and be in community. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of families who are just trying to test the water and aren't sure about meetings yet come to Day of the Transgender Child. So um, much fun! And it's like you said, it's just such a heartwarming day because you see these kids playing and interacting and just mm-hmm. finding their joy. You know, yeah,
1: they just, it just—it was incredible. We brought the rainbow wardrobe. Last year, a small section of it, and just the sheer joy on those kids' face. I mean, I did get outbid, so I, I was meaning to talk to you about that <laughs> on the silent auction, but it's fine, oh, I guess.
0: I didn't pull oh, the strings I was supposed to pull. I know, right? Yeah. No,
1: if it meant raising you more money, then I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, but it's just an incredible event. Just yeah. very, you know, snacks and fun, and kids were playing with big beach balls and just having a really just good time. A great time, and um, I was remember the kid who came in, found this jacket that just oh, made yeah. them feel amazing. And I was like, "You do you."
0: I remember that jacket. It was like velour yes. maroon, <laughs> and they did. After they walked away, you could just see they felt very much so embodied and happy, and
1: wore it to a play oh. that night. Like, <laughs> no, amazing. I, it was it was That's what amazing. It's all about it, it. I mean, it's we we amazing. have the
0: best kids. On the planet at Transforming Families. And so to to bring them joy is really what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: So just a reminder to all of our listeners that if you want to donate to Transforming Families, they can go to your website, which is tffmn.org. Yes, it is. There's a donate button on there. If you forget that. You can go to tcpride.org, click the donate button. There's a little section, just write transforming families in there. and We'll make sure that it gets over to you. Um, We're always happy to do that and happy to support transforming families for the work that you do throughout the year. And you're just going to get busier and busier and busier. And while I love that you work for (laughs) out front, you're going to get, you're going to get busy, Hannah. Yeah. You're going to get busy.
0: I mean, that's the hope is that as we raise funds. We continue, we will continue to be busy, but that we can shift over to just full time TFF where we're expanding to Rochester and Duluth and mm-hmm. Marshall and Moorhead and really growing it in all of Minnesota because the need is already there. Right? Yep. Um, we just have to have that capacity that we're building and working towards. Yes.
1: Especially being surrounded by Iowa, North Dakota, South Dakota. Yep. Yeah. 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 So. so,
0: and Wisconsin, while they didn't pass anything yet, yeah. <laughs> um, also has some more hostile attitudes, yeah, as We're well. Right. So we really are. I think people like to think of it as. Texas or Florida, and really it's our neighbors.
1: It is our neighbors. It's our neighbors. And luckily we're right smack dab in the middle for those to seek refuge and care and family and support and Mm -hmm. all that stuff here in the state of Minnesota. So, you know, it... I. I encourage everyone to go check out your website. Yeah, please do. Right. Click the donate button. Every dollar counts. It really 50 does. 50 cents counts. Everything <laughs> counts. We
2: like to say, like, if you have $10 to donate to Twin Cities Pride, you've just helped buy pizza for one of our game nights. Right? Yep. And yeah. it's all about building the community and making safe places for people to hang out and make
0: friends well, and make family. And-, and, so we, and we use our funds to pay our trans and non-binary facilitators. Who are so important for our youth. And so I like to think of it as people thinking like you're actually directly supporting our groups and that work and um, paying trans and non-binary people. So that's pretty amazing.
1: Who are systemically underpaid. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's another episode.
0: Speaking of of, episodes,
2: we wanted to mention that uh, one of the – Things we wanted to do with this program now that we have this hour every week is to educate and talk about topics that everybody out there is interested in. So Mm -hmm. if you have an idea for a program topic, please send us an email. It's amplify at tcpride.org. Amplified at tcpride.org. And let us know what you would like to see us
0: cover in this hour.
1: Yeah. And Hannah, if they want to reach out to you maybe individually, how can they do that?
0: Yeah. So there's a couple of ways. You can always email info at tff.org. MN.org. I'm the one who reads all the emails. It's me. There we go. <laughs> um, and then, you know, if you wanted to, if you're a parent who's looking for those resources and the support group, if you email that info, um, I can get you on our newsletter listserv. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a very tightly knit Private Facebook group um, that once you've been vetted, um, you can also gain entrance to that and get support and resources between meetings. Um, So that would be the best way is that info at tffmn.org.
1: And if you're just a little nervous, it's okay. That's okay. Take that first step. Hannah will walk you through everything. And when you're comfortable, you can go to a meeting. Yeah. Exactly. You know, maybe.
0: That's a good point. There are parents who email me and say, I'm not ready for this, and Mm -hmm. I meet them for coffee. Right? Yeah. right. So it's everything. I think yeah. there's a
2: little intimidation factor there. And I will say to anyone who is just looking maybe to have a contact to reach out to Andy or to Hannah. Yeah. I, we have andy.auto at tcpride.org. Mm-hmm. We've got
0: Hannah. Can you say your info. name? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> info. Yeah. I think the info is probably the best initial yep. point of contact email. Yep. 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 Info Which Hannah is the Tff- one that reads them. So. Org. It is me. Yep. yep. Right, so, it's me. And they have both received emails of all varieties.
1: Yep, yeah. so never be afraid. Please
2: do not be afraid to just reach out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. never
1: never 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 be afraid I to want, reach out. I want I actually want
0: the people who are nervous to reach out. Yeah. That's why I want the most because right. they might need the most support.
1: Exactly. 100% so just like that, Hannah, we are oh so out of time. Oh we so want bad. to shout out to um, one of our sponsors. And speaking of gender clinics, Mayo Clinic um, sponsoring Twin Cities Pride this mm-hmm. year um, and last year and their support around that. So shout out to them. Um, but reach out. Please reach out. One in four. We need to stop that. We need to get that. We need to get that away. So thank you, Hannah, again for all of your support. Thank you to all the listeners who are out there listening to us today. We know you have options, but you took the time to listen to us. So we appreciate that. I am your host, Andy Otto. Thanks for listening to Twin Cities Pride Amplified here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota.